to another episode of Discreet Air, the podcast where every week we dive into the fascinating and extensive library of the greatest selling video game console of all time, the PlayStation 2. I'm Derek Kicker. I'm Ian Golding. And this week we visit a concrete jungle where nightmares are made of in Predator. Concrete jungle. Over here. Anytime. <laughs> You're one ugly son of a bitch. Is, is that good? You ugly motherfucker. Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. Oh, he says, you're one ugly, ugly mother. And then it like blows up or something, right? No, he says motherfucker. Does he? God. Yeah. I need to rewatch that movie. I love that movie. Back then, no one knew what it really was. Newspapers called it the New Way Devil. The Indians even had legends about it going back centuries. Stories of an invisible killer. A demon who traveled with the comets, returning in the hottest seasons to hunt its favorite prey, human beings. It was released in North America on April 26th, 2005. So what is that? This is this episode will air on April 11th. Wow. So, so almost the 15-year anniversary. Or 13-year anniversary. No, more than 18. 18-year 18 18. anniversary. <laughs> almost. Jesus. Almost math. the 18-year anniversary of this game now i've played a lot of predator games and i guess i never realized just how many there were i am having trouble thinking of more but, than two but there is a lot this. so there's this yeah there's uh hunting grounds the new one that was like multiplayer on ps4 oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i i really like alien versus predator on super nintendo there's also the Atari Jaguar version of Alien vs. Predator, which is... I think it's a port, right, of the Super Nintendo one. I don't think so. It's like a, a FPS. Is the Super Nintendo an FPS? Oh, is it? Oh, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm looking it's, at it right now. It looks... It's Doom, but with... Yeah, it's Doom. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Alien Trilogy for PlayStation 1. Looks just okay. like this. Also a first-person yeah, yeah. shooter. Yeah. There's a ton of Alien games, too. But Predator games, there's also the Alien versus Predator game for PS3 and Xbox 360. I guess they, they, there there are more Predator games that have to do that connect with aliens. Right. This and is I, one of the. Uh, this, this is one of them too. <laughs> there's yeah, xenomorphs in true. this fucking game. There are indeed. Which is uh, which is great. Not the game. The xenomorphs are great. <laughs> xenomorphs are great. Yeah. <laughs> this one I think is considered the best of the Predator games. Okay. Which, I guess, to be fair, is an extremely low bar. But, I mean, I will say this game could be worse. Yeah, it could. be could be much worse. A lot worse, yeah. So, like we said, it came out on April 26, 2005, two weeks after it was released in Europe. It was published in America by Vivendi Universal Games. Sure. And it was developed by Eurocom. (laughs) <laughs> which is a British video game developer, which I guess explains why it released in PAL regions first. And they are, they went under in 2012, but they actually have quite like the, like the roster of games they did. All right, let's uh, inc- they did uh, the lethal weapon game for NES. Okay. <laughs> they did the jungle book game. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Jungle Book for the Genesis, the SNES, NES, Game Boy. They did all those. They did the Game Boy and Game Gear ports of Earthworm Jim. Okay. Which is which is something. 
That is something. They did a port of Street Fighter Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo for uh MS DOS. <laughs> the old DOS version. <laughs> the classic yeah, MS cla- DOS version. Yeah, the DOS version, the version everyone played. Um they did a port of Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 for the Saturn. Okay. They did Maui Mallard in Cold Shadow for the SNES. That sounds great. Yeah. Maui Maui Mallard. Love it. Yeah. They did Cruisin' World for N64. Oh, wow. Okay. Duke Nukem 64. And then in the 2000s, I mean, they kind, they kind of, they went a little wild and dabbled in other developers' franchises. So they did Crash Bash. Oh, yeah. Which is, I, I mean, I haven't played it in a long time, but I remember it being a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I remember Crash Bash. Yeah, like, like, the, like the free battle Crash Bandicoot game. Right. Uh, they did the GameCube version of Crash Bandicoot, The Wrath of Cortex, of course, being the first mainline Crash game not done by Naughty Dog. They're just all over the place. Oh, They're yeah. tough to pin down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2005, the year that this came out, and basically until the end of their existence, they almost exclusively did movie IPs. So they did okay. Robots based on that, is it a oh, DreamWorks fuck. movie? Yeah, it's DreamWorks. They did this, Batman Begins. Ice Age Melt, uh, Ice Age Two: The Meltdown, Pirates of the Caribbean: At World's End, The Mummy: Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, 007: Quantum of Solace, the PS2 version, not the PS3 version, Ice Age: Dawn of the Dinosaurs, G Force, and then the last game they did in the 2000s in the aughts was they did Dead Space Extraction for the Wii, Holy which fuck. is a fun game, but yeah. it was co-developed with EA Redwood Shores. Okay. And then in the 2010s, as they started to wind down, they did uh, the GoldenEye Wii game, Mm. a couple Disney games, and then uh, called it called it a day with 007 Legends and and Harry Potter for the Connect. Hang it up after Harry Potter for Connect. Yep. But yeah, that's that's Eurocom. It sounds like one of those. uh, like, you know, like they have like Eurovision. It sounds like a contest where a bunch of weird singers go up on a stage and play shitty dance music for prizes. It sounds like a telephone of... company. Yeah, oh, Eurocom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just or Eurocom. like an internet service provider, like Britain's ver- answer to like Charter Spectrum. It's fucking Eurocom. All right, well, they did some shit. They did do some shit, including Predator Concrete Jungle. Now, yes. uh, this is a game that I never like. It wasn't on my radar when it came out. I've never heard of it before you said this was the game. Yeah. And then uh, I kind of discovered it as I started getting into video game collecting. Mm -hmm. Because this is a somewhat like mid-tier pricey kind of PS2 game. This game goes for like 70-ish dollars. Fucking hell. Complete. Um, I think it probably had like a short production lifespan. And there's you know there probably wasn't a ton of copies. But... I think most people do consider this to be the best Predator game. Uh, it is one of the few Predator games that's mainly focused on you being pre- the Predator and you right. doing stuff, which I guess is the kind of like draw of a Predator game, right? 100%. Like if I'm playing a game based on the first, you know, like what the Predator, oh, we we totally missed this one, Predator for the Nintendo, the NES. You want to you hear a, a fun fact about the Predator NES game? Yes, obviously. When I was young, so we had a, a pretty poorly trained set of cats. And one of them uh, liked to pee on shit. 
And this cat peed on my Nintendo controller. And the controller didn't really work, except on one game, Predator for Super Nintendo. But it didn't work. All it did it as soon as you started the game, and I swear on my life, it warped you past levels. A level would begin, and you would next you would go on to the next level. I think I remember <laughs> seeing that on Cheat CC is that you put cat piss on an NES controller, and that's how you maybe that's how you warp levels. And if so, I invented it. So I had that game, and then the cat piss thing happened, and then I couldn't beat it. It was a pretty hard game, and then immediately I I beat it as soon as I plugged it. I turned it on the next time and had the controller plug it. It was fucking. There must have been a warp cheat code obviously built in a certain series of buttons that they were had cat piss on the innards that they were constantly being activated and that's how i beat the game this that's sounds my this first. sounds like a magic cat it's like those cats that like lay next to people when they know they're gonna die mm -hmm. except for this cat just it, it when you can't beat a game it knows so it pisses on, the, on controller. the controller <laughs> pee on that fucking controller and you'll help him get past the fucking yeah. uh, level so this is yeah, you play as the Predator in this game, which I think is like what most people would want from a Predator game. Oh, yeah. And let's get into the story of this game. Sure. In in that it is the it's one of the wildest fucking stories. Holy shit! What did I smoke? Huh? Too bad. I was starting to enjoy that as much as you were. Something just shorted out my goddamn chameleon suit. Electromagnetic pulse blew out all the tech. And it's here. And the moon. It's gonna kill us all. So this game takes place in a fictional city called New Way City. At least that's where it begins. Yeah. It'll eventually become Neo Neo Neonopolis. And you are uh in the opening missions, which is kind of act as like a tutorial mission. You play as a predator. God, it sounds weird to say that. Yeah. Imagine making a game yeah. called To Catch a Predator, but you're trying to catch one of these predators. Well, you probably you run into some problems there. I think people <laughs> yeah. will probably protest that game. You're uh you're running around the city, uh doing your predator stuff, which is uh killing, ki doing some killing. Just killing. Just and fucking killing. And this game is is stupid violent. <laughs> Murder central. <laughs> yeah, like basically uh you go and you grab people and then you can rip them in half. Or mm -hmm. you can rip uh, their skull and spinal column out through, like, the top of their shoulders. That old trick from Predator uh, 2. You can skin them and then hang them up, you know, the Predator's go-to. Mm-hmm. But the game, you know, you go and you're trying to kill this mafia leader. And you right. eventually confront him and kill him and rip his head off. And then right. you get shot in the face by his wife. Which is yes. super funny because you've been getting shot the entire like 30 minutes that this level takes. And you just shake it off. Yeah, just time. absolutely nothing. And then this woman with like a 22 uh, yeah. rim fire pistol. Like a, a purse pistol, basically. Yeah, like a Derringer almost. Uh, shoots yeah. you in the fucking face because you decided to get cocky with her and take off your mask. Mm -hmm. And uh, you end up stumbling away from the goons. Yes. And you end up falling through a building and you're about, you know, you realize you're you're cooked. But you yes. cannot let cannot let predator technology fall into the hands of these fucking savages on earth. Yeah. So, uh he does the predator move of bleep, 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 on his wrist and blows up his ship. 
Yeah. And this is like a nuclear weapon that mm-hmm. he unleashes on this town. Uh, yes. One fly in the ointment, though. It doesn't kill him. Somehow. Somehow he survives. His predator brethren uh, come pick his failure ass up mm-hmm. and are basically like, uh, yo, fucking you suck, dude. Like you, like you lost to these guys. And yeah. so come they on, exile him on a planet, on a, a random planet. Uh, and by this time, his eye has like scabbed over, so he's got like a goofy eye. And Skin they eye leave. Patch, yeah, they leave him uh, a spear. I think they call them combi sticks. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, they're like they're spear things, but the, you know the spear does a bunch of stuff. It's alien technology, and yeah. they leave him there for a hundred years. Mm. Now, in that time, the New Way City becomes Neonopolis. And the gangs running the town have happened upon the alien technology, the predator technology, uh, of which they they have named it Prometheus Tech, which is just truly a subtle metaphor. What a subtle metaphor that is. So subtle. Wow. Super subtle calling it Prometheus Tech. Well done, Eurocom. And And in case you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) <laughs> and didn't get it from them calling it Prometheus. Later in the game, it is just straight explained to you. Yeah. How taking this technology was stealing fire from the gods. And the predators who monitor the situation and, you know, since they come back to Earth occasionally, realize that these people have the predator tech. And they don't get into it too much because these predator motherfuckers don't talk. But. It really seems like the Predator mm, Congress, Council, High Table. The, the High Table of the Predators, let's the, call it. They could just come in and fix this issue. Take five seconds. Yeah, but they uh, they love ritual. They love ceremony. So oh God, they go they? to uh, Planet Loser and mm-hmm. pick up the, the fuck up who, <laughs> who ends up being called Scarface, which is. Come on now. Come on. Come on. How did guys. that how did that get by? Do fucking bad. And they're like, you fucked it up. You want to regain your honor. You better go clean up this mess. It's all about honor with these predators. Yes, sir. And the predator makes his way back to now Neonopolis, where gang members have all kinds of tech that make them more difficult to fight. And then you get into what <laughs> a lot of this game has problem out problematic elements to it (laughs) (laughs) and you get into that but spoiler alert the game basically uh ends with uh you know the woman that he that shot him in the face is still alive blah 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 she's like in a hundred years she's in a tube the blood like made her and her son live forever or whatever fuck Mm -hmm. uh the, the predator blood uh, a new power of the Predator yeah, blood, the, by the way. Yeah, it's never been. Never, yeah, in all of Predator lore has never been a thing. And then, yeah, then he kills kills everyone. And I mean, you go back and you it. kill more fuckers. It's just a little harder now because they got good guns. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. There's not much more to it than that. Yeah. And then there's like some really ham-fisted like connections to Alien. Uh, at one point, uh, this this woman who they 
at the end they call her name is Isabella, but in the end they call her mother because she's connected to like a computer system. Uh, mother. Uh, she Take unleashes care. xenomorphs on you. There's talk of them selling the company to uh, Yutani. Yutani. But then also Wayland, oh, and then oh, in the right. post-credit scene, the Wayland and Utani merge, yeah. setting up a sequel that would never come. Now, and is unnecessary because we there's no good, point. What, like, who cares? There's no point. Yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit? Now, I'm not gonna lie. I was excited to play this game. I was excited for a good portion of playing this game. Yeah. Because I Very. Concrete Jungle is uh it's named after the Predator uh comic book series. Yeah. Concrete Jungle, which is great. And I do there is one thing that I really like about this game, and that in the beginning, it really connects to a lot of the like predator pre, predator predator. Predator, interesting. The predator like lore, right? Right. Like they're they're called uh what do they call oh my god how do you say it is yao yao I have no idea it's how to say it. yutja yeah yutja yutja sure. I think that's that. how you say it is the species that the predator is and surprisingly there is a lot of lore and there's been novels and in some of the video games and in some of the movies Predator Two actually really expands upon this lore. I'm interested in this because none of this is in the first movie. Like this honor thing and blah, blah, blah. It's just this mysterious thing yes. that came to the earth one time. Yes. And wanted to kill some fuckers and hunt them. It was hunting. Yeah. And then before you knew it, it there were all these honor rules and there's codes and uh, things you do and blah, blah, blah. It's just fascinating that the 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 uh, basically a like alone in the woods monster movie turned into like such a deep fucking world and then merged it with the alien universe and now it's become this we understand all these rules everyone knows about the honor code of the predators and their hunting species and they go planet to planet none of that is in the first movie and i'm just fascinated how it just grew out of like this blank slate of a of a monster, basically. Yeah, which I think is what makes this uh, second movie so good, right? Because yeah. all of the lore and all of the, like, mm, I guess, like, deep backstory of these creatures kind of sparks purely from that movie, including 100%. their connection to the xenomorphs, right? Because mm -hmm. the skull and the trophy In the trophy the room, ship. yeah. Including a pistol... That would later on connect to the newest Predator movie, Prey, which Prey, I thought was great. Yeah, I, I thought it was. was I don't. I don't care about the pistol stuff, but I thought that movie went. Oh, that movie was fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that movie was awesome. Return um, to fucking form, I'd say. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, there is a lot of of stuff. They're they're not just mindless killing machines. They clearly have very advanced technology. The Alien versus Predator movies would go into a lot of like what they you know those movies aren't very good. But they do no. go into uh, a lot of the backstory of them. And this game, for the most part, follows it until it becomes basically like a mob story. Fucking horrible. Which is not interesting at all. No. No, it's not. And, I mean, largely the story of this game doesn't matter. No. Very much. It, very much. I mean, it's not. I mean, it, if it's just you killing fuckers. Like, it, it, there's nothing. I mean. 
there didn't need to be. I mean, I guess there needs to be a story to keep us reason we're doing any of this. But yeah, this uh, story doesn't matter at all. Yeah, and the, and this game is runs into a lot of trouble when it try because it's it de- never you never really connect the gameplay to the story elements. Mm-hmm. So it no. relies on a crutch, which is. I mean, I would I would say that in this game's, I guess you can call them chapter breaks, you get a yeah. cutscene that's narrated and you find out it's narrated by Mother Isabella, um, mm. where it kind of explains like, oh, he's lost his honor. Now he's got to do this. And now right. like, it kind of holds your hand through it because the ga- actual gameplay of this game is kind of clunky, mindless killing and running around. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's all. And like, it occasionally like stealth stuff. Yeah, but not super interesting. There's not a lot to this game. No, there isn't. But yeah, so before we get into the gameplay, which I'm assuming will be a very short section of this podcast, uh, I do want to talk about some of the problematic things, (laughs) (laughs) some of the like very racist things in this game. And that is that every one of the gangs is like a racist cartoon. Yep. Like there's there's the uh, Haitian voodoo gang, uh, Les Servitoires, right? And right. just all of them dressed like fucking Papa, Papa Legba, Legba, Papa Legba, just uh, doing the voice, uh, <laughs> just just they're they're violent drug dealers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's uh <laughs> one of one of my favorite characters in this game is the Los Matadors. Sure. Led by El Hongo. I mean, you gotta have El Hongo. You gotta have El Hongo. And half of his henchmen for some reason are dressed like luchadors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they? Just they walking the, just walking the street looking like Nacho Libre. Uh, it's very funny. There is one cutscene. There's one cutscene in this game where he calls his one of his like uh captains, and it's a luchador, and he's on the cell phone, and this dude is holding the cell phone upside down. The Beautiful. like the number, it's a flip phone, and the numbers are against his ear, and the screen is in his hand. Beautiful, beautiful. Like that's the amount of that's the attention to detail that went into this game. Yeah, is <laughs> they couldn't even have the luchador. Hold his phone right. Well, we don't know about the luchador culture. It's possible that's a thing. That's true. Uh, he also refers to the predator as El Dominino Invisible. The invisible demon. Dev. Demon. Yeah. Demon. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And there's a there's a huge focus on race in in this game in general. They uh they send a, a henchman after the predator or after Scarface, and they refer to him as the Chechen. Uh, <laughs> which is funny because like everyone like the the mob and the mob is Italian and Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an Irish mob and an Italian mob, and they're the Borgias, and they are just like, oh, forget about oh, it. Oh, get the fuck out of here. It'd been nice to have a fucking. Uh, I know it was. Uh, well, it's around the same time. A nice uh, road to respect crossover would have been fun. Yeah, Predator Road to Respect. Now we're talking. Predator, the concrete road to respect. Perfect. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. In fact, in this game, this is the Predator on his road back to respect. 
It, it, it absolutely yeah. is. And you don't have to do as many fucking uh, go get this. You don't have to get missions. anyone a, a beatball sub. Luckily. Yeah. There's also a very funny scene in this game where uh, El Hongo to uh, seek shelter from the predator hunting him finds himself in uh, what is both a brothel and some sort of arms depot. And that section of the game is extremely horny for no reason. Oh yeah. Which is, which gets back to what I said earlier in that this game is so nineties. This game <laughs> is, has, is obviously a predator game. It has RoboCop vibes. Oh yeah. It also kind of has like, I don't know. There was like a lot of movies in the nineties that had some crime guy who's like, I want his fucking head. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. a thing. What was the other movie? The other extremely nineties movie. This reminded me of Predator, RoboCop, and anything with Steven Seagal. Anything with Steven. Seagal. All the bad guys yeah. are Steven Seagal movies. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's su super weird. <laughs> yeah, it's an odd. Well, again, though, I mean, we've run into this now a couple of times where you get uh, uh, overseas developers, and they're kind of, you know, you. Our, you know, entertainment is our world kind of blown out, right? Yeah. Like exaggerated. But they don't have our world. They have that. So they're blowing out what's already blowing out. So it's just so over the top fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Of American culture. Yeah. Oh, there's also, <laughs> again, this is the most diverse game ever. Uh, the, the, <laughs> I guess, secondary main bad guy, I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Starts with an, oh, yeah, starts with an L. Either. She has like a private, what you know, coterie of uh, assassins that protect her. Uh, that they refer to them as Ronin bodyguards, and Ronin. they are like the crazy eighty-eight from <laughs> from like yeah. Kill yeah. Bill. They're dude. Amazing. They're dudes in suits and masks, and they have samurai swords, baby. Why wouldn't they? And by the, I, I love the fact that her, she is the boss of a bunch of Ronins, which are literally yes. Samurais without masters. This game Just, doesn't understand itself at all. At all. <laughs> yeah. And there's a very funny scene where it, he's like, you have your Ronin bodyguards who are trained in 10,000 ways to kill. And it's like, that's that's a lot of ways to kill. What are we talking about? Like hitting with a car? Are you counting that? Yeah. Like <laughs> dro dropping a piano on them and then their yeah. teeth become piano keys. Nice. Getting that, painting a tunnel on a wall and getting them to drive into it. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, making them uh, go off the edge of a cliff and hold up a sign. This is a oh yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They have they have a you know a frequent buyers card for the Acme Co. Dynamite. Yeah. You know stuff like 10, that. 10,000 10, ways to kill. Shut yeah, the fuck. Absolutely. But let's get into I guess the gameplay of this sure. game. We've stolen the secret of fire from the gods. If it wants Prometheus tech, it can bid for it like the Utani Corporation, Wayland Industries, or anybody else. Daddy. We can sell Mother and Prometheus for billions of dollars. You have to let me close a deal here before things get any worse. We can walk away from this shithole forever. So the controls in this game are fine. Sure. They're nothing special. Once you turn the, fix the camera to be like we know it is now instead of yeah. inverted left, right yeah. camera. Most of the game is prompted, you know, yeah. executions and stuff like that are all prompted. Tell you what button to push. Uh -huh. Even up till the end. It's not like something that's just holding your hand at the beginning. Yep. It's always going to tell you what to do. Yep. And I mean, like <laughs> you're just running around. There's levels. There's clearly delineated levels. 
Well, well yeah, there are not only levels, but then there are, you walk, it seemed like you would walk like 30 feet in this game and then there'd be a loading and then you go to the next thing and it'd be like a quick little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, I mean, what can you say? It's, it, this is, this is what I would say there was probably, there was hundreds of games like this in the PS2 oh, yeah. era, right? Just, you know, a lot of them didn't have the bump of having like the Predator IP attached to it. Right, exactly. But it's not, it's really not special in, no. a, in any sort of way. None of the stealth mechanics are interesting. And no, you just hit the fucking invisibility button. That yeah. And in a lot of ways, I think this game looks like a PS1 game. Yes. The graphics in this game are shockingly bad. Yeah. yeah like the cutscenes are good. The cutscenes look like any other like PS2 cutscene, yeah. like mediocre cutscene. But the yeah. actual gameplay graphics of this game are truly awful. Like just faces stretched a- across polygonal, like, you know, heads and no nothing moves. You know, yeah. it feels like I'm trying to think of a of a game. It, like honestly, kind of looks like Silent Hill One. I would say Silent Hill yeah. One might look better in this game. Might look better, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't look optimized at all. It doesn't look like a lot of, you know, it it looks like they did a lot, but this feels like one of those games where they just got a kind of a library of shit. Yeah, and they just used what they had, and there was no like graphical optimization or anything. It was just yeah, it looks like shit. Yeah, I think the only thing, the only part of this game where it seems like there was any sort of attention to detail. Uh, is in how the predator moves. Yes, that seems special in a way that no other like asset of this game does. Um, it seems like they really tried to nail down his movement. He feels weighty. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he kind of has that movement, that like up and down kind of movement. That's probably not super accurate, but it feels special in that like none of the other characters kind of do that or move that way. Exactly. But other than that, there's really this this game is pretty hollow. If you really care about the story of this because you're like obsessed with Predator, I mean, you, you can, can watch, watch the all cut the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, and that's enough. Yeah, you can just watch all of them. I did find an interesting thing about the cast of this game, though. Oh, okay, let's hear it. One of the voices of the Predator is a woman named Sarah Joy Brown who was on General Hospital for like five years. Okay. And she won three daytime Emmys. Hmm. And then it was making Predator sounds. She's like, do, she's on set General Hospital in, and she's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be out here by three today, guys. I gotta do my voice for this awesome new video That's game, true. Predator, uh, Concrete Jungle. She's actually in Big Mama's House too, as well. Oh, wow. Well, and probably. she's done a bunch of like Power Rangers uh, shit too. And it was this was the only video game she ever did. Yeah. I'm going to bring something up that struck me. I don't know if you're familiar with this game. It came out, I found out, the same year. And it's not the same, but there is a definite, like, spiritual connection. Do you remember the Punisher game for PS2? Yes. Didn't, weren't there certain aspects of this felt yes. like that? Okay, I had never you. thought of, literally until you said that, right? Like I have been like at a law, like I said, there's a lot of games that kind of feel like this, but like, yeah, you're hundred percent correct. This feels kind of like the Punisher game. Another stupid expensive game that like is sought after by collectors and, but that game is fucking odd. Awesome. Well, I mean, if you like creative ways to murder, yes, people. like, 
but just there's something about the way this game moved and like the prompts and stuff. I was like, I feel like I'm playing that game. And I was like, did this rip that off? Did they use the same engine? Blah, blah, blah. I couldn't ever, I, I didn't dig too deep, but I couldn't find any real connection between the two. But it was interesting how, and that you felt it too, especially how, how familiar it felt, how connected they feel. Yes. And uh, finding anything about the development of this game was yeah. difficult. There right. is not a lot. There's no book called Burden of Dreams, The Making of uh, Predator Conquer. Predator Conquer. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you'll land among the stars. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, there wasn't. Oh, interesting. But I thought there would be. Before we just completely take a dump on this game, Let's hear what the critics had to say. Let's. Look at you! What have you done to yourself? No! I'll see. See you now, Daddy. So, uh, the game shockingly received generally unfavorable reviews. That's shocking. That's shocking to me. Yeah. IGN called it a good idea gone bad, which I can agree. Great summation. Yeah. Great summation. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole review right there, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And cited the game's poor controls and awkward gameplay as factors. That's true. Uh, GameSpot criticized the game's storyline and graphics. Totally apt. Yeah, graphics, yeah. yeah. Both, yeah, yeah. And on Metacritic, PS2 does narrowly edge out the Xbox version of this game. And it okay. has a 47, whereas the Xbox has a 46. Okay. <laughs> uh, EGN gave it a 4.83 out of 10. Eek. Game Informer gave it a 2.75 out of 10. Ooh, Game Informer. <laughs> Brutal. GamePro gave it two out of five stars. Hmm. GameSpot, who criticized the game's storyline and graphics, gave it a 5.3 out of 10. All right. GameSpy gave it a one and a half stars out of five. Yeah, yeah uh, that, that feels about right. I guess my overall feelings about this game are it's nothing. It's got nothing in it. It's, it's, it's that, remember those Wonder Balls? Wonder Balls. They were like Explain. a chocolate ball, and then you inside there was like a toy, or a, oh, like a Kinder Egg yeah. or whatever. It's like that, okay. right? Like it's got like the chocolate on the outside, which is the Predator, the cool title. It has a cool as shit cover, right? Um, you know, uh, I will say this game has like pretty decent music in. Yeah, it's not bad in the cutscenes. In the actual oh, right. game, it's like fucking Seinfeld music. Disembowel this guy. Yeah, like just insane music. But uh, and then, but when you get in, there's no candy and no toy. It's just nothing. Yeah, if it's a candy bar, it's like a whatchamacallit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, okay. I mean, there's, there's peanut butter in there, I guess. It's, it's fine. It's devoid of any, of any filling. It's like getting a right. peanut butter cup, but there's no peanut butter inside. Right. right. You're like, what the fuck happened at the factory? Yeah, what the fuck? That's a good way to describe this game. It's just extremely hollow. I don't recommend anyone play it. No. If you're a collector, I mean, I guess you could have it as like, I probably, I'm not going to, I don't, I have no plans on selling my copy just because the cover is so cool and I have it next to like right. my Predator action figure and my sure. my S, my SNES copy of Alien versus Predator which is an infinitely better game. 
Of course. So I'm going to go ahead and rank this game. <sighs> I guess two and a half ugly motherfuckers out of 10. <laughs> Man, that feels generous to me. By a half a point. I'm going to go with two ugly motherfuckers out of 10. Just good idea gone bad. I mean, I hate to plagiarize, but that's it. Good idea gone bad. Yeah, just, just, uh, I believe as the kids, kids today would say, this was a fumbled bag for sure. Oh, nicely done. Unforced error. Yeah, it definitely an unforced <laughs> error. I would love to see a good Predator game. Yeah, I would, I would love too. to see a modern like Predator Hunting Grounds is fine, but it's not what I but want from a from a Predator game. I want like a Predator game that's like I want, I want fucking Metal Gear Solid, but Predator. I want Metal Gear Solid, or you know what I want? I want Grand Theft Auto, but as a Predator. All right, well that was Predator Concrete Jungle. Concrete Jungle from, with dreams are made of. There it is from 2005. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media and subscribe for more episodes like this every PS Tuesday. You can find Tuesday. us on Instagram at uh, Discreet Error Pod. Uh, you can find me at Funeral Casual Games. I'm at Ian Golden Games, and I'm posting now, guys. Uh, I'm posting. Yeah, now. We're trying to post more, and then you can also find us on Whatnot. Uh, occasionally slanging some games, including games we review on this podcast. Um, and you can find us there at Funeral Casual. And uh, twice a year, we try to do a charity show where we sell games and donate all the money to charity. And in fact, we have one coming up on June 4th. And all the money from that will go to the Trevor Project, which provides mental health services for LGBTQ teens. So make sure you check that out. Right. And thanks so much for listening. We will see you next time. Bada boom, bada bing. Bada boom, bada bing.